The Writer Files, a member of the Podglomerate Network. I want to mention a great resource for writers, and this month's sponsor, Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories. I'll expound later in the show, but the short version is this long-awaited book about the craft of creative writing from New York Times bestselling author Steve Almond sets out to debunk the well-meaning but misguided myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and most honest work. Pick up a copy today of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, wherever you buy books, more soon. Greetings, scribes. I have got some exciting news to share. The Writer Files now has an exclusive Patreon community where subscribers will get exclusive access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and content from productivity and publishing experts each month. In the meantime, just head over to patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. It's free to join Patreon to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash thewriterfiles. Help us start something special. Rainmaker FM. And welcome back to The Writer Files. I am your host, Kelvin Reed. I'm going to take you on yet another tour of the habits, habitats, and brains of renowned writers to learn their secrets. The writer and managing editor of Francis Ford Coppola's award-winning magazine Zoe Trope All Story, Manjula Martin, made a visit to the show this week to talk about her new book and the realities of making a living in the writing world. Manjula is the founder of the website Who Pays Writers, an invaluable service dedicated to helping freelance writers anonymously share current publication rates and their experiences getting paid. As managing editor of Zoetrope All Story Magazine, a title that has won every major story award, including the National Magazine Award for Fiction, Ms. Martin sees to the quarterly publication of a stable of prominent contemporary writers and artists. In her first book, Scratch, Writers, Money, and the Art of Making a Living, the editor has collected interviews and essays from today's most acclaimed authors, from Cheryl Strayed to Roxane Gay, Jennifer Weiner, Alexander Chi, Nick Hornby, Jonathan Franzen, and many others, on the intersection of writing and commerce. The New Republic said of the writer, Manjula Martin has done more than perhaps anyone else to shed light on the financial nitty-gritty of the writing profession. Her writing has also appeared in the Virginia Quarterly Review, Pacific Standard, Eon Magazine, Hazlitt, The All, SF Weekly, The Rumpus, and many others. In part one of this file, Manjula and I discuss why the school of real life is so valuable to writers, how an unpaid internship led to a dream job, the revenge of analog and print magazines, and how a Tumblr became an inspiring collection of stories on the writing life. If you're a fan of the writer files, please click subscribe to automatically see new interviews as soon as they're published. And a quick note to subscribers that the show will be moving to Tuesdays for 2017. So look for part two of this file, January 17th. Thanks for listening. Just a quick reminder that The Writer Files is brought to you by Studio Press, the industry standard for premium WordPress themes and plugins. Built on the Genesis framework, StudioPress delivers state-of-the-art SEO tools, beautiful and fully responsive designs, airtight security, instant updates, and much more. If you're ready to take your WordPress site to the next level, see for yourself why over 194,000 website owners trust StudioPress. Go to rainmaker.fm slash studiopress now. That's rainmaker.fm slash studiopress. And we are back on The Writer Files with a special guest, Manjula Martin is joining us today, writer, editor, 
managing editor of Zoetrope Magazine, fantastic uh, magazine that I'm a big fan of, and also uh, the editor um, of a of a brand new book, Scratch: Writers, Money, and the Art of Making a Living. A fantastic uh, new edition, and thanks for joining us. Thanks, great to be here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I'd love to to talk about the book itself, which I think is a um, an important one, at least uh, an inspiring one for for writers of every level out there in the world. But uh, let's talk a little bit about kind of your your origins as a writer. I know, I mean, you you contribute to the book itself, and it's a fantastic, inspiring story about your own journey. But let's talk a little bit about that, um, kind of maybe for listeners who don't know you or are familiar with your journey, kind of where you've been and 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 a little bit of that story uh of where you're going maybe too (laughs) (laughs) do you have any tips (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i mean my journey is somewhat meandering um but also rather direct in its way um i mean i'm always i've always been you know into writing in some some way or another um i wrote poetry and letters and a zine when i was young um from there i worked in journalism Uh, I was a receptionist in a magazine, and then I was a reporter at a magazine. Um, I also worked outside of journalism a lot. I've worked a lot of service jobs, um, and I've worked a lot of day jobs where I'm a writer in addition to doing creative writing on my own. So I've been done copywriting. I've been a marketing editor at nonprofits and art organizations. Um, I've been a full-time freelancer for many, many years. I write fiction and nonfiction, and I edit. Um... About a year ago, I got the job as managing editor of Zoetrope All Story, and so that's at the moment a proper day job that I have. Um, so I think, I guess, I would say my path has been somewhat meandering. But a cool part of that is that I have gotten to do all kinds of stuff, and I've gotten to experience uh, what it's like to be a writer in many different situations, um, yeah. as your job, not as your job, different types of writing, uh, different environments, um, different goals, um, and so I tend to describe myself as sort of a generalist, I guess, in that way. Yeah, yeah. Earlier in the show, I mentioned an invaluable resource for writers. Truth is the arrow, mercy is the bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories based on three decades of writing, failing, and trying again. Author Steve Almond is a beloved professor at Harvard and Wesleyan and the acclaimed New York Times bestseller of 12 books of fiction and nonfiction, And in Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, Steve employs the radical empathy he displayed as a co-host of the Dear Sugars podcast with Cheryl Strayed, where they explored the joys and trials of storytelling to explode myths that hold us back from writing our deepest and truest work. The book includes chapters on plot, character, and chronology, but travels far beyond the earnest intentions of most craft books. It also includes writing prompts to generate new work. Pulitzer Prize-winning author Richard Russo called it one of the best books on writing he's ever read, and also the funniest. Pick up a copy of Truth is the Arrow, Mercy is the Bow, a DIY manual for the construction of stories wherever you buy books and add it to your TBR today. And just a quick aside to revisit the exclusive Writer Files Patreon community where subscribers get access to uncut ad-free interviews, a writer's happy hour, bonus breakdowns, and a lot more. I know that for serious writers, it can be more distracting than ever to cut through the noise, stay productive, and home in on what's happening in the publishing industry. Over eight years, we've provided a looking glass into the habits of professional writers and publishing industry insiders, 
And as your humble host, I've decided to launch a membership-based Patreon for serious scribes to cut through the noise, swap tips and tricks, and hang out with like-minded peers. Just head over to patreon.com slash the writer files for bonus writing resources, monthly episode breakdowns, writer's happy hour, a community of your peers, ad-free episodes, and more. It's free to join to get a preview and you can upgrade anytime. That's patreon.com slash the writer files. Help us start something cool and special. Keep calm and write on. But it's a, it's a fascinating path and, and you write about it and you've written about it quite, quite extensively. And, you know, I mean, it's, it seems like it's led you to this, some, some great epiphanies and, and you have some amazing advice for, for writers. Um, the book obviously is an extension of that and it's this uh, beautiful collection of, of essays and interviews that you yourself have done and some others have done. Congrats uh, on the book, by the way. Um, uh, once the, this is published, um, the book will have just come out, so uh, writers and readers can find it. Um, and at readscratch.com. <laughs> yes, yes, readscratch.com. That is the, uh, the official <laughs> website for the book. Um, where else can we find your writing? I mean, you've written for quite a few um, kind of ho- high-profile magazines and, and literary yeah. I mean, so what I've mostly published up to this point is I've done a lot of like essay writing, um, personal essay, a mix of like reported and personal essay. Um, so yeah, I've done stuff, you know, the essay that is in the book was first, uh, assigned by the VQR, uh, the Virginia Quarterly Review. Um, I've written for Pacific Standard and Aeon, which is a really cool British publication online. Mm. A uh, bunch of the all family websites. I used to write for the Toast, RIP. So those are some of the places where my work lives online still. Um, if folks want to actually read stories I've written, you can just go to my personal website and I have clips there and you can click on all the links you want. Um, and then I'm also working on a novel, which you cannot yet read, but <laughs> will, will at some point. <laughs> cool. Hopefully. Um, and then I'm also... Uh, you know, I've been working on this project with Scratch for several years now. Um, it, it started out of Who Pays Writers, the website, and then it sort of became its own online magazine, and then that became a book. Um, but I'm actually right now just starting to work on my next project, which is a bit of a pivot. I am co-authoring a gardening book with my father, That's cool. <laughs> um, who is a somewhat acclaimed organic gardening instructor. That's fantastic. Uh, and so we're writing a book for 10 Speed Press uh, about how to grow fruit trees. Amazing. So that'll be a different kind of project, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of hard to keep track of all the stuff you, you're getting into. Um, God, but it's... I just you're listing it out. I sound like a crazy person. <laughs> no, but it's inspiring. And as I'm looking at your bio... Um, it, you know, there's the, there's like the, the short version and then, and then you start to dig into it a little bit and it's like, wow, you've done so many cool things. Um, so kudos. Part of that is that I've had about 4,000 jobs. Yeah. Um, because I didn't graduate from college around the time that most people graduate from college. I dropped out of college after a year and just went to work. So a lot of that experience comes from, you know, school of real life. Right. Um, I did eventually go back and get my bachelor's degree um, just a few years ago, uh, which was a really interesting experience being a grown up and going back to school in that way. Um, And that's part of, I think, what is an important sort of approach that I took to the book, too, is like 
you know, I think there's a perception that there's some sort of divide between like schmancy literary world and more commercial or other types of writing or journalism. Um, and that has not been the case in my life. Like I have done everything and continue to do everything and I love everything and I'm interested in everything. Um, and I can totally read a chiclet book and I can totally read a fancy literary novel. And like each of those have value in their own way to me in my life. And so I've really experienced that, I think, through mm-hmm. my winding career path. Um, and, I, and you know, so part of what I did with the book with Scratch was try to bring together writers who you might not normally find in the same place um, under the umbrella of the book. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the book is... <laughs> It has so much uh, wisdom. I mean, there are, there are heartbreaking pieces and there are truly inspiring pieces. It's so good to hear that because I, my great fear with the book is that it will be depressing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I didn't take it that way at all. In fact, um, there's just so much. It's so, there's so much to unpack that it's. Um, I think it, it is. Uh, you know, one of those that you're just gonna want to keep around and keep keep uh, getting nuggets from. Um, so it'll be one that people keep on their desks as just, you know, kind of inspiration, open it up, um, read a section. Um, but you know, as, as you kind of are talking about your own journey, it's like, I I think it's obviously giving you kind of the, the, the vision, um, you know, that everybody's financial situation isn't different, right? Everyone's has different goals and you talk about their, their different backgrounds and emotional hangups and, and, um, it's really cool that you've done work um, to help writers to kind of at least um, bring some transparency to this these age-old questions of, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, should you quit your day job, which you talk about extensively? <laughs> how do you creatives make, you know, how do you creatives make money? And why aren't we talking more about kind of how everybody's journey is different, everybody's needs are different? Anyway, I think it's, uh, it's all really great. So, uh, Thank you. Writers especially will, will love this one, Scratch. Writers, money, and the art of making a living. Um, so kudos on, on that. It's exciting to see. Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. So, and now you, you are a managing editor at Zoe Trope, which, which has been around for what? Almost 20 years now, this magazine. Next year is our 20th birthday. And it's a story, kind of a storied institution. Um, I mean, I've, I have been reading it since probably... Uh, around the turn of the millennium, but um, cool. I mean, some there's just been some some great authors, uh, David Mamet, for instance, Don DeLillo, Margaret Atwood, uh, Murakami, and then some art editors, including David Bowie. Is that right? Uh, yes, have worked on the magazine. I remember the David Byrne um, issue. Uh, so oh, there's that was a good one. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so that must be a challenging job. And then you're also kind of rubbing elbows with all these. Newer, you know, exciting authors and older established authors. Yeah, it's, um, it's pretty cool. I won't lie. Um, <laughs> uh, All Story is a magazine that, like, I have also been a huge fan of for many, many years. Um, and I will be very honest and tell you that the path that led me to getting to this job was that I did an unpaid internship there about 10 years ago. Wow, wow. Um, and I am generally not pro unpaid internships, <laughs> um, but I am also pro transparency. So that's how that worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was an adult. I was going back to college and I was like, Ooh, I could do an internship. This is like my chance to do an internship. Um, because normally I am working all the time and could never do that. 
Um, and actually I took out extra loans so that I would be able to not work as much because I was working the whole time I was in school. Um, and, and I was like, if there was one magazine where I would want to be an intern, what would it be? It's all story. And it's here in San Francisco where I live. And I miraculously was able to do that for a short period of time. And then I, I stayed in touch with the editor. Um, we've, you know, have coffee every once in a while. Um, who's a wonderful, brilliant editor named Michael Ray. Um, and he's been at the magazine for probably about 15 years, I think a very long time. Wow. Um, so most of the amazing, amazing short fiction you see in the magazine has had his touch in some way on yeah. it. Um, yeah. And it's really cool. It's also really cool to see sort of, um, you know, it is a very, you know, we've won some awards. We, we have a pretty nice reputation. <laughs> we get to publish like amazing authors. And as the managing editor, I am deeply involved in like the process with the guest designers. Yeah. Um, we have a different artist guest design each issue of the magazine and they contribute all the imagery for the magazine as well as dictate like the look and feel of it so every issue looks entirely different like different masthead sometimes it's a different shape different paper you know that yeah. sort of thing um and that's sort of an extra amazing part of it is sort of you know being able to make the connections between like visual storytelling and uh storytelling through fiction and then obviously the magazine is owned by francis ford coppola and he's very interested in the connections between different kinds of storytelling yeah. um Every issue, we also reprint a story that has been made into a film. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So it's, uh, you know, along the lines of some of the other work I've done, like it is somewhat interdisciplinary. Um, and I'm, I've only been there for a short, for a short period of time. So I don't really have any good stories from the trenches yet, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> uh, Michael and I often joke that we have a, an impossible, a job that like basically shouldn't exist now and <laughs> is maybe a job from the 1960s where yeah. we ha- work in an office in an old building and put out a print magazine. It's cool to see. It's it's great to see the the uh, as David Sachs, my my previous guests, uh, called it the revenge of a paper and a new return to analog. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, and especially um, print magazines and and uh, the resurgence of people's love for those. Um, so, well, and that I think is not necessarily unrelated to the economics of it. You know, no. um, it has been difficult for publications whether they be fiction magazines or the New York times to find, uh, sustainable profit models online. Um, and while 
print advertising is not exactly a perfect beast. It is a, an established, like it, we all know how it works, you know, mm. it's somewhat clear um, as mm. far as, as clear as advertising could ever be in terms of metrics. Um, and, um, you know, I experienced that putting out scratch as a digital publication. It was wonderful. And we had a pretty great, you know, subscriber base who were paying money to read this magazine on the internet. Um, and yeah. it just, uh, wasn't enough. And that was the that was the uh, one you collaborated with Jane Friedman on. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. So cool. Jane Friedman, who's an awesome blogger and educator yeah. um, about the business of publishing, and I launched that magazine together. She was she was on this show also, so I'll link oh, to yeah. that that episode. Um, and then, to to that one, yeah. Yeah, and then the the Who Pays Writers um, is a fantastic tool, also, which I will link to, um, which which seemed like it was a kind of a an offshoot or, or connected with Scratch? Who Pays Writers actually came first. Okay. Um, and then Scratch followed because there was a a need for more context, basically. Yeah. Who Pays Writers is just a list of rates that people have been paid to do freelance writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and people submit the rates anonymously and then I post them. Um, and it started as a Tumblr, actually, mm-hmm. uh, in 2012. And then I sort of turned it into its own site And then through that, people were sort of asking for more context around the numbers. And that was sort of one of the ideas behind Scratch um, was to sort of tell the stories behind the numbers. Thanks so much for joining me for this half of a tour through the writer's process. If you enjoy the Writer Files podcast, please subscribe to the show and leave us a rating or a review on iTunes to help other writers find us. For more episodes or to just leave a comment or a question, you can drop by writerfiles.fm. And you can always chat with me on Twitter at Calvin Reed. Cheers. Talk to you next week. Bye.